What's up, young adults? People who don't know who we are and other people that might live really far away, but you like to listen to us talk and join your day. <laughs> Welcome. Hello, greetings. We are Lightning Rounds, and this is a young adult podcast from Refuge Young Adults at Calvary Chapel, Samuel Capistrano. We're a podcast that's about culture, life, the Bible, kind of try to tie all those things in. And uh, the cool part about this podcast is you who are listening, you get the chance to ask us honest questions and um, we get to respond honestly to your questions. We try. We try. We try our best. Our darndest. (laughs) Well, my name is Zach and to my right, I got your pastor, if you're here at San Juan, <laughs> Pastor Andrew Newman. That's me, Andrew Newman. I'm the Young Adults Pastor. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Children's Ministry. Children's Ministry. Uh, patio Life Ministry. That's true. It's a new one for me. Snack Patrol. Snack Patrol. Yeah. I like to make sure that everyone gets a snack, you know. <laughs> Goldfish, <laughs> water breaks. That's just... You perform tricks, too, I've heard. I do. Um, when you are on Snack Patrol. Absolutely. Yeah. I like to give the kids a little show, you know, like a show and dinner. Dinner and a show. <laughs> Snack and a show. This is, this is great. Trying to keep things You're moving. jack of all trades. You know, you got to keep people guessing. <laughs> keep them on their toes. <laughs> well, we're really excited today. Our guest has been on this podcast before today. And... I've heard so many people, especially recently, talk about this, the episode that our guest was last on. This episode was amazing. It was so good that Pastor Andrew had to leave <laughs> mid-recording. <laughs> I, I was like, that. that's it. And just... I took my headphones off and I just walked out the door. Yeah, you gave up. You don't even need me. I heard you said the word, ya basta, <laughs> which I looked up later and it means I've had enough. <laughs> I thought that was so interesting. Yeah. Just thank you. I'm out. <laughs> Welcome back, the brave, the honorable, Brandon McPeak. Thank you so much, brothers. <laughs> it's so good to be back, though. To be honest, yeah. And just so you know, I'm also one of these listeners. Oh, come yeah, I on. do listen to the cast. Wow. Uh huh. Absolutely. Sorry. You care to share with one one of your favorite episodes, maybe? Uh, that's a great question. I could definitely go back into the into the archives. As he opens his podcast. Yes. I mean, it's literally right here. Oh. Oh, it is actually oh, yeah, there. Yeah, you're right. The How Do I Share My Faith. The also, was that the one with Hollow? Oh, that one was with... You mean literally. It was... Wait. Yes. You mean literally. Wait, do you mean literally? I just listened to that one, too, and I about peed my pants, because oh, it was that funny. Oh, that incredible. Toe yeah. wrestling one. Yes. Yeah. The toe wrestling episode. Yeah, Hall did a great job. Oh, love that guy. Well, Bren the Brave, you made it back. We're back, baby. <laughs> Why don't you catch us up on your life since Gospel Bill? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> to all those who, who listen faithfully, they caught that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there were many inquiries about Gospel Bill. Yes. Which is exactly why I dropped his name. <laughs> I'm looking for a Gospel Bill resurgence. Do I have, I believe, yes. all 37 DVDs. I do have the complete box set. I feel like this is confirmation. I'm the next Gospel Bill. <laughs> you are? 
<laughs> Lately, I've been waking up just feeling rootin' tootin'. And I'm like... <laughs> boot scootin', boot scootin', rootin' tootin'. And <laughs> I feel like God loves to mix your your joys and your passions. He does. Why not? You know, like, how do I use my joy and my passions to exalt the name of Jesus? Yeah. You like you like bulls and ropes and, and horses? Come Let's on. do it for the gospel. Your gospel bill, <laughs> dude. Gospel bill. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, God's working. He did have a handy sidekick. His yeah. name was Nicodemus. <laughs> oh. oh. Looking at you, my guy. <laughs> Is that me? He's looking at Zach. Zacchaeus? <laughs> what if I can have Zacchaeus? And he rides a mini horse. Like oh, one of those little no. Shetland ponies. That's just sad. <laughs> he did have. You, you, so, you know how in, in the Western culture, there's the hats that are like, you know, you know that guy's in charge. Yeah. Both sides go up on the sides of his head. Ten gallon. Yeah, the brim. Ten gallon. But then there's the guy where his goes up in the front. <laughs> and you're like, why? Why exactly does his go up in the front? Because I, you know, I'm sure part of that design was to keep the sun out of his eyes. Yeah. And so this just negates the entire purpose. Yes. That was Nicodemus. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah. Man. He's like a gold panner. Foolish things of the like world. A, yeah. Like a prospect panner. Prospector. prospector. Yeah, he was. Uh huh. Everyone needs a crazy old prospector in yeah, their life. I feel for like sure. Mm. Like spiritual sandpaper kind of a guy, just <laughs> a crazy old Maurice, just who brings a little crazy to your day. Spiritual <laughs> yeah. sandpaper, Maurice. Uh, you know, it's from Beauty and the Beast. Ah, <laughs> oh, it is oh, crazy old right. Maurice. That's right. Uh, it's my wife's that's favorite. Right. Just favorite dropping Disney movie, <laughs> dropping movie references left and right. I dude, love it. This it. guy. It's our cultural Sing this morning, dude. <laughs> oh, um, but man. yeah, what have I been up to ever since? The exact same thing I was up to whenever we talked last, dude. I'm boxing as much <laughs> as I can. You know, just trying to be... Uh, you know what I've been working on, dude? The cumulative effect. Bunch of small things equaling bigger things. Mm. Does going to boxing one time do anything for you? No. No. <laughs> Does going to boxing a hundred times do something for you? Yeah, does something. But um, a buddy of mine was talking to me the other day, and he was like, he's like, dude, I saw a picture of you. You don't look as fat as you have looked in the past. <laughs> wow. And I was like, wow, dude, praise God for that, you know? And he was like, what are you doing? Are you on some kind of crazy diet or something? I was like, and you know, the Holy Spirit came to me in that moment and gave me the right words to say. And I said, you know what, dude? It's not about that. I was like, in college, which I didn't go to college, <laughs> but I'm, I'm assuming I've heard that people in college say you just gave everything you had to one test, right? Mm. And you like it may say it was just a quiz, but you got it a plus hundred percent one time. Yeah. What does that get you? Pretty sure not a darn thing. <laughs> I was like, buddy, you know what you need to get? A hundred C's. Yeah. Because a hundred C's probably get you a degree of some sort. Hey. Wow. I think you described what they call average. Is that the word? I don't know. <laughs> I've heard it called the cumulative effect. I that like, sounds cooler. I, li I like that. <laughs> cumulative. Living effect. life on the curve. But I'm talking about one A plus versus 100 C's. That is true. 100 C's get degrees. One A plus. Doesn't yeah. get you a dang thing. That's, what, that's called a one-hit wonder. Thank you, dude. Yeah. Yes. Sure, you did one thing. Yeah. Great. Right. But 
But once. Like there's yeah, once. There's a lot more. There's a lot more. Absolutely. But so that's what I've been up to, dude. Just trying to do, you know, consistently <laughs> <consistent> average, <laughs> decent. So there's more to life than passing your molecular biology exam. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Pass all your exams with C's. <laughs> yeah. C's get degrees. For those that are listening, just do enough, man. Come on. <laughs> Don't look at your day like, oh, man, was I exactly perfect today? Were you a little better than yesterday? 1%. Then there you go, dude. Come on. Fast forward 10 years. You're probably doing all right. Yeah. My beloved. My beloved. <laughs> it counts. <laughs> throw that in. It counts. Same wow. piece of paper. Come on. Come on. Oh, love it. Love it. Maybe you're listening, you're hearing some little uh, chatting in the background, too. We, we Our church is right by a school, and so I don't know if you oh, can hear that. that? Is that yeah, a little megaphone, little kiddos running oh. right outside our window. Yeah, oh, we're actually uh, we're actually catty corner from the uh, dodgeball court. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> the four square. where the carnage takes place. Yeah. Oh. So, but for today's episode of Lightning Rounds, um, it's a really special one. You know, we first did our last kind of topical um, episode um, on the gospel mm-hmm. with Bren. And we were introduced to Gospel Bill, mm-hmm. and we were reminded the need for the gospel in our daily life. Come on. Yeah, and it was great. And so we wanted to kind of c- continue that on as we swap from questions and, and topics. And so this today's a special one. You might call it a holy one. Mm, holy, holy episode. Yeah. Holy. <laughs> holy. 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 So there's no uh there's no segment for this one. We're just, going, we're just going straight into it. I let's feel like that was a segment. In. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. great. So let's do it. All right. <clears throat> so let's talk about the Holy Ghost. Cue the music. Hit it. <laughs> DJ, wherever he is. Maurice. Maurice. <laughs> Crazy old Maurice. <laughs> We're, we're jumping into all things, what, what did I tell you last time? We're jumping into all things uh, scriptural, beneficial, and just plain out weird. <laughs> strange. <laughs> Holy Spirit is strange. <laughs> the strange, the spiritual, and the beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Oh. Um, if you don't remember, um, or if you don't uh, attend our young adults group here, we just, um, one of the last books that we went through was First Corinthians, and we paused for a oh. moment in the middle of First Corinthians, where we um, kind of did a series on the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit. And so, um, that's right. If you want to go in more depth of the theology behind the Holy Spirit and um, more depth in each of those gifts, we covered that in <laughs> a lot of sermons. Yeah, I mean, there were like uh, yeah, that was, was a, a good f- number. I mean, not to uh, well, yeah, you know, just to toot your horn for you. You know what I'm saying? That series was absolute fire. Yeah. And, you know, stick around because (laughs) part of what we're going to be talking about today was born from those teachings. Yeah. Uh Yeah. So um, a lot of what we're going to talk about, we're going to mention about is um, who the Holy Spirit is, why do we as believers need him, what he does, and and even share some personal experiences with uh, the Holy Ghost. The ghost with... The, the most. most. I yeah. love it. So, um, but yeah, but like like I said before, if we're going to kind of touch on the first couple of questions very um, lightly, but and kind of stick more in practical, 
Um, but if you want to go more into those, uh, the theology of that stuff, feel free. Find our teaching podcast, which is a separate podcast from this one, uh, Refuge Young Adults, where you can find all of our sermons on there. And um, go ahead and listen to Together by the Spirit, that uh, series we did where we went more in depth. But let's kick this off. Who is the Holy Spirit and why do we need him? Take it away, Bren. Great question. <laughs> um, the most important thing to know about the Holy Spirit is that he is God, um, not a lesser, not a, uh, not a just some mystic entity. He is God. He is part of the triune God, the third person of the Trinity, God the Spirit. That simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, that mysterious. Interesting, uh, yeah. interesting, like uh, hierarchy in the Trinity. The way that we see the Spirit testify of Christ, right? So, like, often the Spirit just continues to make a big deal about Jesus. Mm. And Jesus makes a big deal about the Father. And it's this super dope, like, reciprocating shout-out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they just keep bigging each other up. And the Holy Spirit bigs up Jesus all the time. And it's a beautiful thing. He, uh, The Bible says that the Holy Spirit is truth. Mm. Like, he, two things. He will guide us in truth, which is something that he does. Yeah. But who he is... Uh, he is truth. I thought that was fire. Yeah. Yeah. That's John, First uh, John 5, verse 6. He will guide us in all truth. The Spirit is truth. Yeah. And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Wow. So they're one and the same. One and the same. Proof of the, the triune God. Absolutely. Yeah, because you can't have two truths, but if they're one and the same, yeah, they're both absolutely. true. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, from the opening pages of Scripture, you see the Spirit um, there in Genesis 1. 1 I'll, I'll read that. It says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And right here, And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Love and it. I, what I love so much about that is like you see – the spirit right there in the beginning. And, and one of the things that you see is that he's an agent in creation. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's one thing, even practically today, what the spirit does is he, um, <laughs> he, <laughs> he shows up. <laughs> Time's up. I would oh, like man. to apologize to everybody. It's, that was an emergency bypass text because I am on silent right now, but you know what? You keep going, Zach. That was a <laughs> profound point. What I was just going to say is um, just as the spirit hovered over the voidness, if that's a word, of it the earth now. and um, formlessness um, and created beauty from chaos mm. and void. Mm-hmm. So the spirit, even in our own lives, Come on. hovers over the uh, the void and the formless and creates beauty Come um, on, dude. in that. And so, um, I mean, he's seen in the, in the beginning in in um in Genesis, and then we get glimpses of the Spirit even throughout the whole Old Testament, right? For sure, Where it says the Spirit came upon, the Spirit rushed upon, the Spirit was yeah certain individuals, and then um, the Spirit was involved in the birth of Christ, mm. the Messiah. Aha! Uh-huh. Mary conceived of the of Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, truth, yeah. yes. Ooh. and um, I'm just kind of going through history, just a little bit of biblical history, and um, Jesus. When he's baptized, about to start his ministry, 
He's baptized. Father speaks from above yeah. and says, this is my beloved son. And I'm well voice. pleased. Yep. Yeah. And then a dove. Yeah. Spirit descends. Spirit descended. In, in likeness of a dove. In the likeness of a the dove. Son. Yeah. Yeah. And then Jesus begins his three years of the most powerful and amazing ministry. Yeah. It went zero to a hundred yeah. real quick right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and as he, you know, he, he is crucified, rises before he ascends. He speaks to his disciples, right? And he says, I will not leave you orphans. Uh, it's one of the greatest her. reminders for me in all the New yeah. Testament. Uh-huh. Sorry. No, yeah, keep going. Keep no, going. Yeah, that's no, one of right the greatest there, yeah. reminders in all the New Testament for me. Because it's so interesting how Jesus has like this full, complete confidence in the Holy Spirit. Right? Yeah. He's like, like we saw Jesus do crazy things we saw him speak to nature and it had to obey him like rebukes wind and calms water and casts out demons whispers in little girl's ears they come back to life calls lazarus four days dead open like lazarus come forth the power that christ possessed and put on display in his healing in his forgiveness of sins showing himself as god all these things and then he says oh it's better that i go yeah and wow. you're like, but how? How is that possible? We've seen mm. so many things that you've done even in just, just a his, short time. Yeah, even just his physical nearness. Like oh. you could think like, Jesus, God, you, when he was here in flesh, the disciples could touch him. They oh. could hug him. They could have a physical Ask him questions. Conversation. And exactly. Answers, yeah. And for Jesus, like you said, Brent, to say, it's better that I depart Dude. so that the spirit descends. Wow, yeah. Yeah, so he's like, it's better that I go because once I get to the Father, he's going to send you the helper, the comforter, the counselor, right? Mm -hmm. And you will do greater things than I have done. And it's like, hold on, we've seen you do the most. (laughs) Like, what can you do beyond calling someone back from the grave? That's That's gotta be like the most powerful thing you could think of. But he's like, nah. The Holy Spirit will empower you, mm. and you will do greater things than I did. Yeah. These are the things I remind myself before uh, opportunities to serve. Mm. I'm like, there's a reason you've given us your Holy Spirit. There's a reason you said we would do greater things. And there's a reason that we need that endowment, that mm. empowering, right? Yeah. Like, There's something you want to do that's incredible, and it's going to happen through your Holy Spirit. Mm. So please do that and like we need the spirit yes. right now right yeah but that's the scripture that i go to all the time yeah. all the time on my john 14 12. yeah and so he ascends right then you get into the book of acts yeah and one of the mo- most amazing books to read the birth of the church i love it what um a pastor once when he um i went when i went to bible college he kind of renamed the subtitle to Acts, and I wrote it down in my Bible because normally it says, right? It says Acts, the Acts of the Apostles, right? Right, and um, but he re he re uh, named the subtitle as the Acts of Jesus by the Holy Spirit through the Church. So it's like this is the continuation of the ministry of Christ is through the Holy Spirit empowering the Church, and that's where you see it from Acts on mm-hmm. um, to today, where. Um, the Spirit has empowered believers mm-hmm. to, um, one, to live for Him and uh, to proclaim, you know, to go out and make disciples and proclaim the gospel. And 
um, but also to equip the church and to to build up the church. And so, little brief overview of uh, biblical overview of the of the Holy Spirit. Kind of got a, got a sense of who the spirit is. Yes, he is God, and, and yeah, and, he's God. And maybe we can touch just lightly. Why, why is it why is it important for a Christian? Why do we need the spirit? I like how you brought forth like every time the, there's a beginning to something, hmm. like the beginning of life, and the sustaining of life hmm. is the spirit. Yeah. So the birth of creation, sustain like the birth of creation or the the beginning of it was by the spirit. The sustaining of life is by the Spirit of God. Yeah. The birth of the, of Jesus created in uh, part of that creation process, or part of that happening, if we would use that term rather than created. But yeah, he was conceived. Yeah, yeah conceived the conception. The Spirit, the sustainer of the life of Jesus, yeah, the Spirit for of God. Sure. Yeah. Um, the birth of the church, the creation of Pentecost, mm-hmm. the sustaining power of the church. Jesus even says, "You must be born again of yeah. the Spirit." Of the Spirit. I baptize, or John baptized with water. So, yeah, right. It's like whenever God's going to do something, He sends forth His Spirit, the Holy Spirit. He creates. He He's part of that creation process, but He also is the sustainer of life and sustainer of that movement. Right. The sustaining power of it. Um, so, he, it's it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, all three are involved in that for sure and, and and it's one of those things that makes my brain shut down not work but right that's what he does he empowers and sustains life amen so he brings it to life mm-hmm. and then sustains that life so why do we need the holy spirit because he gave me new life in christ i'm born again by the spirit of god mm-hmm. i now walk with god by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yeah. You know, like through the Spirit yeah. living inside of us, sanctifying us, making us new, um, ridding us of flesh and convicting us of sin and drawing us to Jesus and and illuminating Scripture, bringing Scripture to life. I mean, yes. we could spend the next four days just oh, nonstop yeah. trying to discuss this and, and try and answer it. And... Um, but I think that's one of the, if we're just going to boil it, uh, I hate to use the word boil it down, but to try and bring some kind of essence to it, of like he creates and sustains our lives and the life of the church. And it's it's by the power of the Holy Spirit that we do anything. And mm-hmm. For sure. Um, that's my answer anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So simply, you could say that really simply by saying we need him because without him we have no power. Yeah. Mm. Right? Yeah. yeah. We have no power. No power under salvation. Yeah. No power under good works. No power under testifying of the truth of Christ. Mm-hmm. We're powerless mm. without the Spirit. Yeah. Like uh, the way the Bible says that, we're a temple of the Holy Spirit. So if we're a temple of the Holy Spirit and you remove the Spirit, what remains? A shell? Yeah. We're a shell without Him. Yeah. And, yeah. It's, and it's interesting too. I mean, you know, not to, I don't want to get sidetracked, but. In the Old Testament, you know, we see like these concentrated, very obvious um, works of the Holy Spirit in a singular like place in time. 
right? Like we see these big moves of the Holy Spirit. And so-and-so, empowered by the Holy Spirit, did this mighty thing. Mm -hmm. So-and-so, empowered by the Spirit, said this, did this. The crazy thing is um, when Jesus ascends and, and the Father sends the Spirit, it's as if the Spirit is unlocked or like really set free in man. Mm. to and i think that's part of what jesus was talking about when he was talking about greater things but it seems as if the holy spirit goes from these singular events in time to where after the resurrection and the sending of the spirit from by the father it's like a wildfire all of a sudden mm. and the same power that raised christ from the dead is now in us as believers, right? Mm. So it's like that resurrected power yeah. is something now that we can call upon. So like, why do we need him in, in other practical ways? Um, anything that you could think of that requires power? I mean, discerning the word of God for truth, but uh, casting out demons, uh, healing, any, any kind of like, miracle you ever saw yeah. was in the power of the holy spirit mm -hmm. so we need him for all those things as well you <laughs> yeah. know what i mean like yeah. all the visible <laughs> physical manifestations as well yeah. that's the power of the holy spirit it's the authority of christ mm -hmm. in his name and in his resurrected authority that's the authority that we claim but in the power of the spirit mm. by his power these things are being done yeah. you know what i mean yeah, I love that. I mean, Acts 1.8 says, but Jesus speaking here to his, his disciples says, he says, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And it's, you're right. It's this sense of power mm -hmm. um, that the Spirit brings upon a believer, the power unto salvation and, and even in, to sanctification, you know, and I think that's, that's probably one of the um, primary works, I would say, personally in the life of, of a believer of what For the sure. Spirit does, you know, and I think sometimes, you know, I know one mistake that I've made in is, you know, you read the book of Acts and you're like, my life does not look anything like this. Like, I'm not, I'm not calling forth people to rise who are crippled. I'm not, you know, like, you know, like, I, I talk to a person about Jesus and, like, 4,000 people don't get saved all of a sudden. You know, like, it's like... Um, not every Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, and, and one thing you have to remember, the book of Acts was written over a period of time. Yeah. It wasn't just one day after the next. They were just like, sweet, here's another one, here's another one, here's another one. But it's this um, period of, of the age of the church that uh, God worked, th the Spirit worked in in very powerful ways. And I think for the believer, for um, me personally, I made that mistake of thinking, man, my life is so, it's not, it doesn't look like that. Is the Spirit even, am, am I even baptized by the Spirit? Am I, do I even have the Holy Spirit, you know? Mm. And um, and, I, and I, I had to come to that realization of, you know, most of the ways that the Spirit works in my life, I, if, if not the primary way, is more often in the mundane, everyday, I'm reading my word, I'm yep. praying, and it's that slow process of sanctification of, um, you know, it's like the Mondays <laughs> yeah. of your spiritual walk where you're like, mm -hmm. wow, nothing really amazing happened. I mean, I was obedient to read my word. I was obedient to come to church and pray, but like there wasn't like a breakthrough, yeah. you know, and um, 
But, the, but, but it's this over this slow process of time that God uses those moments to shape us rather than us expecting, you know, um, not that he does not. And he does those, those breakthrough moments, For sure. you know, and we'll get into talking to some of those, you know, but, but those are monuments mm-hmm. and they're, they don't happen every day. Right. They don't happen every day. Most of the work of the spirit is, is through the still small sanctification, mm-hmm. you know, in our that's, everyday life. That's funny. Cause this morning I was reading, uh, about in Galatians where Paul's talking about his journey to coming to where he's at as an apostle. And I think we sometimes miss this gap of years in his life where he's like, yeah, I went to Arabia for three years, but then there's 14 years where Paul served in obscurity Hmm. as an assistant pastor somewhere for 14 years. Wow. It even says in Galatians chapter one, or chapter two, the like first verse, and 14 years later. Wow. <laughs> Barnabas comes up to him, right? Yeah. He's like, and God yeah, I, know some, I know someone who can help out this. He's like, hey. So I think we. Get Saul. Yeah. Yeah, get Saul. So Saul has this like, Saul who becomes Paul, he gets this radical conversion and radical conversion process, like saved. The, the persecutor becomes the preacher. And then God sends him out to the desert. He takes his Bible. And he goes out to the, this place with sand and dirt for three years. And just God is ministering to him, revealing Jesus through scripture. And then he goes back to Antioch, or he goes back to his hometown. He goes back to, he goes to Jerusalem. Like, he's kind of like goes somewhere and he just starts serving for 14 years. Hmm. And then God calls him out and says, I'm setting you apart. And the Holy Spirit's going to fill you. And I'm going to do a work, a, a mighty work through you. And I think you can read... Acts and you're like he gets saved and then he does this crazy everything happens yeah. so fast <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> 14 years of wow. serving in obscurity wow but that's, that's incredible the process of the Holy Spirit working in our life um, and not that yeah he doesn't do it the other way where yes. it's quick and fast and um, whatever yeah. but man that's a word for someone for I sure. feel yeah. like I mean you know serving in obscurity mm-hmm. ex- you know don't expect. Don't put those false expectations on yourself of like, man, well, I'm not really doing what the Lord wants me to do because there's not like this giant opportunity in front of right, me or this, right. I'm not a pastor or I'm not like at this high level of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, job status or whatever it might be. Or even, I'm not even married yet, you know, like, it's like, no, where you are right now, this is where exactly where God is shaping you yeah. and forming you for, just like he was for Paul, for these, yeah. for just straight wrecking the entire yeah, world like you're saying. through his writings and yeah. through his missionary journeys, planning churches. and Yeah. Like you're saying, letters. the Holy Spirit works just like that in the everyday. Mm-hmm. He's, it's just as much a miracle, yeah. a work of the Holy Spirit in the everyday, yes. getting up, going to work, doing what you're doing, reading 100%. your Bible. That's a miracle of the Holy Spirit, the sustaining power of the Spirit mm-hmm. of God, mm-hmm. even as much as the pouring forth of a great move and power of the Holy Spirit yes. in a greater way. Both are mir- uh, miraculous things. Yeah, yeah it's both you know? and, right? Yes. Even Jesus, as he goes to begin his his ministry after that baptism we were talking about, it says that the Spirit led him into the wilderness mm-hmm. for 40 mm-hmm. days, right? Yeah. So, like, the Holy Spirit's like, hey, let's go. Let's obscurity. Go, yeah. <laughs> let's go into obscurity. Yeah. And sharpen Which is so opposite up. of what we, our flesh wants, right? Your, your flesh is like, you get a calling and you're like, let me let's get jump it. into this. Yeah. Like, I'm ready to go. The last thing you want to do is be like, go into obscurity. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With like the fresh vigor of a, new, of, a, of a calling, right? Yes. 
Yeah, what you want? You just want to get out on the front lines and go nuts. But the Holy Spirit's like, let me. Yeah, like yes, that's where we're going. But now let me shape you into the person that could actually bear that weight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, come on. For yeah. Sure. So like your charisma, like your character can can catch up with your charisma. Hundred percent. Because we're wicked yes. people, mm -hmm. and like with that much charisma and and um, gifting, without the character to go along with it. Dude, we're a, we're e big trouble. Yeah, he likes clean. He likes he likes clean vessels. Yeah, yeah he, clean he uses vessels. clean vessels. The character is so important. Anyway, yeah, we've got enough. Also, why do we okay. need him? <laughs> something something I'd like to make really clear, and something that was so confusing for me in like my younger years with the Lord, like the subsequent baptism of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. We need him for that, and. Dude, honestly, a book for me that was so helpful, Martin Lloyd-Jones wrote Joy Unspeakable. Mm. Just read the first two chapters, even if you don't <laughs> want to go through the whole thing. First two chapters, my guy lays down at least 18 black and white New Testament references that show you people who are clearly believers receiving a subsequent baptism of the Holy Spirit. It's necessary it's powerful it's beautiful mm. and so if you are a believer and have not had that experience it's not some weird thing it's literally just asking the holy spirit to empower you that's it and it's a daily thing absolutely it's not from and that don't moment on, yeah don't let a... people make you feel weird for asking for a fresh filling yes. or yeah. holy spirit would you fill us now for what we're about to do yeah. don't don't ever make people look down yeah. on you for that we need the Holy Spirit, just like we were talking about, in everything. Yeah. So why would you ever feel awkward no. asking for a stirring up yeah, of that on. spirit? I mean, the, the disciples had Pentecost, tongues of fire, yes. speaking in tongues, you know. But later on in Acts, they prayed for boldness from the Spirit. And what happened? It said like a sound of a mighty rushing wind yes, rushed into on. the room. Yes. And they were filled again come on and so it's like yeah we do need if the disciples need needed it yes we need that for sure and i'm sure jesus in in his quiet retreats would do the that exact same thing and surrender mm -hmm. to the father's will and and to the moving of the spirit of god absolutely i think um like to steal from wayne wayne grudem's systematic theology book to steal from him the definition that he he laid out for like the holy spirit uh, about who he is, is that he is the manifestation and the active presence of God in the world, especially the church. Mm. Mm. Like if that's, why do we need him? Because we mm. want the world to know that God exists and is real. Right. So we have the Holy Spirit given to us as the active presence of the God, uh, of God mm. in our life. For so sure. So if we're going to reach a world that's lost, you, you're not going to do it with programs and no. just being, you know, having good coffee or by power or by might. Yeah. Like you need <laughs> the spirit of God. And, it, no and that's, that's why we need him. It's, it's the presence, manifest presence of God hmm. now. Like, whereas in Jesus day, he was the manifest presence of God. Mm -hmm. uh, the temple uh, in the old Testament, the manifest presence of God would descend there in the Holy of Holies. Like Smoking. those are yeah. these pictures. And like now as the church, the manifest, the body of Christ is yes. seen, right? The presence of God is seen in the body of Christ.
right, well, let's move into the practical side of, of this, which I think this is really the, the side that I really wanted to get into because when, and we've been wanting to do this for a while, okay? And we, for all you faithful listeners and people, I speak specifically to people who go to Refuge Young Adults. We apologize. <laughs> when we went through the Holy Spirit series, we told everyone, we're going to do a podcast on the Holy Spirit, <laughs> answer questions. We did not. We didn't do anything. We didn't do anything. <laughs> Sorry. We got done with First Corinthians and we were so like just, oh. all right, let's move on. <laughs> we kind of hoped you forgot about that. Yeah. So maybe you listen and you're like, hey, those stinking liars. <laughs> These charlatans. <laughs> we have this. Fool me once. <laughs> Shame, Shame on me. me. You can't fool me again. <laughs> fool me again. Anyways, I just... This is it, and I, we, I've Sorry. been wanting to talk about this for so long because I agree 100% with Brandon about um, this This past summer when we did a series um, going through biblically what are, who is the Holy Spirit, why do we, we you know, we got, went more in depth than this, and, and we went into what are the gifts, mm-hmm. the manifestations of i always mess that word up every time i i always mess no, you up. did good it's good As it i had to enunciate <laughs> tip of the tongue if you don't know that's how we warm up for podcasts that's how we, that's how we. <laughs> while doing uh, vinyasa yes prayer lattes <laughs> anyways i'm uh, I'm getting back to what I was saying. Sorry. I'm so excited to talk about this because that, together by the Spirit, when we went through that, each gift of the Holy Spirit, when we did a sermon on um, on those, um, it destroyed me. <laughs> it wrecked me. The me Spirit of God just, oh, I can't even explain it. And he got it, was, it was more than just teachings, okay? It was more For than just sure. head knowledge. Come on. Talk about it. It was experiential Talk about through it. worship mm-hmm. we had a couple worship nights that were really powerful um not only just at refuge we had during that during that season um you know our church meets with uh the men to pray early in the morning 7 30 there were some <laughs> there were some prayer mornings were <laughs> speaking in tongues I, I mean it was just yeah it was interpretations it was it was just like i was so wrecked and just so I, I am so stoked to talk about this side yeah. of the Holy Spirit, not only what He does, but even just our own personal experiences and how we have grown. What maybe what we've learned since that um, since that teaching through that. And so um, I learned Andrew. Why don't you kick us uh, off, man? Because I feel like <laughs> no, I, I feel like you know. Well, let, let me let me say this. Let me start with this first, okay? okay. I, I had this written down. Um, you know, you know, we talk about the Holy Spirit and, you know, and we preface this every time we, we taught um, when we went through this, you know, people could kind of cringe in their seats and you're like, oh man, it's like, this is like, it's like your weird uncle shows right. up to the family <laughs> gathering. You don't know what he's bringing in his cup. Right. You know, you're like, <laughs> like, I don't know what this, you know, sometimes you feel that way with the Holy Spirit. You're like, you right. know, because, because you've seen so many people abuse this. For sure. Um, 
or misrepresent or misrepresent it, saying this was the Holy Spirit and they were just being an idiot. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I really like what what Tim Chaddock, Pastor Tim Chaddock, uh, said about this. Is he said the abuse of a thing doesn't destroy the use of a thing. Thank you, absolutely. And so it, it's just this idea, this this mentality of like we should never be cautious of the Holy Spirit. We should only be cautious of people. Yeah, absolutely. We should only be cautious of fallible, sinful people. You can fully trust the Holy Spirit yes. of God. Yes. Yes. And that was our, our, that's why we were nervous. I think I was nervous. Yeah. I'm like, but what if it gets weird? And like, what if, like, what do we do? And that was your encouragement. Like, hey, we can't control like necessarily what if people being weird. Right. And we can't control what the Holy Spirit does either. Truth. But we're going to be weary of of people, but not the not the spirit of God, yeah. who's good and yes. loving, and and that was kind of okay. I was like, okay, yeah, you're right. We can. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a good word. yeah. And so when going through that, we listed the Bible in total. I'll just I'm just going to list this just real quick, and then and I want Andrew to go and do it. Okay, there are 22 gifts listed in the Bible. Did we do all of those? We didn't do all of them. Oh, I, we, there might have been some that we we. Had, um, Exhaustive. Um, but there are 22 gifts listed in the Bible. Here they are. Okay, maybe you didn't Good. know them, but get it. Here we go. Uh, there's apostle, prophecy, teaching, miracles, healing, helps, administration, tongues, the interpretation of tongues, mm-hmm. word of wisdom, word of knowledge, the gift of faith, distinguishing between spirits, mm. the gift of the evangelist, the gift of the pastor teacher, the gift of serving, gift of encouraging, gift of contributing, of leadership, mercy, the gift of marriage, and the gift of celibacy. 22 gifts listed. You find them in 1 Corinthians, Romans 12, Ephesians 4, and 1 Peter mm. chapter 4. Wow. Yep. Every believer has a gift if not more than one but no believer has all the gifts andrew what did you learn oh man about the holy spirit and the gifts of the spirit (laughs) i learned (laughs) show and tell right now (laughs) oh my gosh i learned that i'm much more comfortable with knowing about the gifts like in, in a theological way than I was experiencing them. That's what I learned because there's so much of it. I realized that I'm a control, like I like to have control and you can't, you can't do that mm-hmm. with, with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And that was really eye opening of like, yeah, I know this stuff and I'm, I'm teaching this stuff, but at the same time in the back of my head, I'm like, Oh God, please like just be gentle like with us on this right. one. Cause um, I'm not comfortable. Like I I'm not comfortable going out that deep, yeah. you know? And so well, you grew up yeah. being not, not that, I mean, you, you grew up at Calvary Costa Mesa, yeah. Calvary high school. And I mean, Chuck believed wholeheartedly in the oh, yeah. spirit and was, and I mean, that was, if not, yeah, that's a symbol of Calvary is the Holy Spirit. Yeah, dove, dove. Dove. dove himself, dude. You know. Yeah, I grew and up so, in the wake. I yeah. grew up in the wake of a move of the Holy Spirit, right. I would say. Like, yeah. Uh, one of the ripples was my generation. And so 
I was baptized with the Holy Spirit when I was in second grade. Wow. Wow. By my principal, um, Dan Kotoff. He's a cool That's dude. incredible, dude. And just like, I realized, like I could see the evidence of it in my life as a kid and like deep conviction of, of the Holy Spirit or like, I could not do things without just being so convicted. Yeah. And I think over time, like you can, you can ignore it. <laughs> but as a child, like I had deep convictions of like mm-hmm. right and wrong. And especially after that, that moment, and I believe that's truly when it happened. And I remember seeing just the uh, refillings and re-empowerings too, as, as I grew up. But, um, and even now, like what I do at, as a pastor, I hate, and I use that word, like that's the word. I do not like. <laughs> I use that word on purpose. On purpose. Like it was something forever. I hate being in front of people. Hmm. I hate talking in front of people. Um, it still makes me sick. Um, and not to like pump myself up, but it's like, you can't control what gifts God gives you. Hmm. And like, I can honestly say <laughs> that it's a gift because if I could do anything else, I can't like, this is what I'm, I got to do it. Talking about being a pastor. Yeah. Like Jesus. Sure. Yeah. This is what I know as much as I've tried to run from it and ignore it for a very long time. Like even now I'm like, am I? <laughs> I don't know. It's like, did he really say <laughs> did he- did you really say so like (laughs) yeah that's no that's all the time my wife's like you're a pastor i'm like not like a real lowercase p yeah (laughs) has to work like i hang out with kids and stuff and young people but um but yeah so that's where it's like i was more comfortable with the understanding of it than i am the actual pouring out and the using of it Hmm. so that's what I learned during that that time was like I was super cautious for the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And I, I had a lot of reservations about like So you learned about yourself in a sense like to what areas of your spirituality, your spiritual walk with the Lord was in a sense in I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but in error? Yeah. In, in error. error with scripture. I think just like a lack of faith and a lack of confidence mm-hmm. in that in that God does still do this kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, just like, ah, that's what happens. That happened. Like, but like, this is how it happens now or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or just always coming at it with like a little bit of doubt in the back of your head. Yeah. Like, "Eh, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Right. And that's where I was super convicted of like, Mm -hmm. you're eh, preaching things like, (laughs) do you really believe them? You know, it's like, man, you do. But in the back of your head, there's like this little, part of you like that that father that said god i believe but like help my unbelief mm. so dealing with that that part of myself that was like unbelieving especially when it came to the gifts and the power of the holy spirit and and then you know chalking certain gifts up to just like well that's charisma or that's like that's who they are they're good at that kind of stuff mm. instead of recognizing them as like no that's a that's the presence the manifest presence of the holy spirit in their life Wow. Like that's God, that's God working through them. Yeah. That's not them. Yeah. You know, and, and really giving God glory Amen. where it's due. Yeah. Um, was super. So that was my kind of experience through yeah. it, but yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I mean, I you did, yeah. I mean, 
you did a great job teaching teaching through those oh, and I, so, I know a lot so. of us yeah a lot of us you know i had a chance to teach through a couple of those and that's a great oh my goodness also, that was so awesome. glad yeah. so glad you got those ones too so, so. Just to tell yeah us. dude <laughs> i <laughs> Yeah, Andrew threw the gift of tongues my way to teach on. So, ah, oh, yeah, it's beautiful, man. That's but, so crazy. That's that was like the my first uh, intro into refuge, young adults. Mm, was yeah. I came into that series as mm, it started. That's, that's right, right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, I just was like, oh, I'm gonna check out Thursday nights, not realizing I was way too old to be. <laughs> But, you know, by the grace of God, I kind of work here and nobody told me to leave. And uh, something I wanted to remind you guys of, though, in that perspective, speaking from that perspective, I'm coming in year, what, eight that you guys have been serving in Refuge? I've been doing that specifically. 11 or 12. I've been eight. Okay, right. So together, eight, 12 by yourself. And it's like, (laughs) I come into Refuge, (laughs) and this is just my perspective. But it's like the Holy Spirit of God is so thick in that room. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like something incredible is happening here. And like the spirit in me is testifying of the spirit in you guys. And I'm like, this is incredible. Like the clarity from the teachings and and not even specifically either one of you guys, but like the clarity that the Holy Spirit was bringing of like things just sinking in and making so much sense. Like, man, why did, why did you know, you know, what's the Holy Spirit when you're like, how could I never think about it like that before? Yeah. Or like I've read this scripture 86 times and it never made this much sense to me. It's like that clarity that the spirit Illumination. guides you in truth. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but just like we were talking about before not to bring it kind of full circle, like how Paul had to, had to have that time of refining or whatever. I remember you guys telling me when we were, it felt like it felt like we had just played and won in the Super Bowl <laughs> that one worship night. Oh man. And so we were sitting there bring it after the game. Yeah. Well, let, let, let's just yeah, let's, okay. let's, let's rewind a bit. Let's rewind a bit. Okay, so this is a little bit of a story. Refuge Young Adults, and you were there for that first worship night we did um, through the uh, through the through the the teachings of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and um, just something else. It's just Bro. the Spirit of God met us. We in the fellowship hall. You know, we gathered. That's where we normally gather. You know, um, people have been gathering in that room since 1910, 1905. Yeah. That little church um, room wow. right there. Been praising the Lord and praying, and so. Once again, man, we crammed a drum kit in there and a full on <laughs> full band in that. It just and we just we didn't care how loud it was. We didn't no care how wrong it sounded. How we, many times we hit the bridge? Yeah. Whatever, dude. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. And uh, and God met us in a really powerful and special way. And and what what is beautiful about that night and and this is. I think this is how I, I know that it was the Holy Spirit is that even in the midst of worship, it was not about, you know, because I mean, for me, myself, being on the other side as a musician, as a worship leader, mm-hmm. you get stoked when you when you hit 
those hits or you For get sure. those chords or you you nail that vocal that, that melody yeah yeah that, exactly yeah. and you're like man that feels good oh yes none of that zero the entire night I don't even know what my hands are doing. I don't and remember I could what care songs less. we played. I don't remember any of that. <laughs> no. yeah. But you know what I do remember? I was floored by the glory of God. Same. And there was a burning in my chest to like testify of who Christ was. Yeah. I remember I couldn't shut up. Yeah. Like I tried to not say certain things and the Holy Spirit was like, <laughs> no, you didn't say Yeah. That. There was a moment where, and, and there, there, was. Was a mo- there was a moment in worship where, but this is good, though, dude. What does he do? Take the weirdness out of the room. Yeah. Experiential. Like, it, it, to the best of our knowledge, this is what the Holy Spirit did. Personal testimony, right? Mm-hmm. So before that worship night, maybe just like two weeks before, I think, the, through that series, it's, it's almost, it's almost uh, synonymous with what you were just talking about with your personal experience. It seems like you were saying the Lord took you from like, I know of these gifts mm-hmm. to like, I'm operating in these gifts, right? Yeah. Or seeing some of them manifest now. Yeah. And I'm, I'm willing to take it from like, I know to like, I will, mm-hmm. right? Something like that. Yeah. I think um, just realizing that it is, these are gifts from God. Yeah. Because it, it's a lot of times you're like, okay, I got to get ready. I got to do the work. I'm like, I worked really hard on this. And, right. And John always talks about it. it's like digging the trench, pouring the water on the on the logs, and then God sends the fire. Right. And that's the mentality. Like I always go into it. I'm like, okay, God, you have like, I've dug the trench. You're getting better at digging trenches. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I dig the trench. I I learned some Greek words, and yeah. you know, like, <laughs> now God, like, <laughs> could you just set this on fire? Right. Because if you don't, like, it's really weird. And right. It's really bad. And so, and you've seen my notes. They're trash. They're garbage. <laughs> it's like, I, I write I write like I talk. So, it's like a third grader. That's yeah, great. Wrote it. So, yeah, just going from, like, I know these things. Yes. But yet, you don't believe that you're experiencing them on a daily basis. Right. So, I think what was happening in you, that, like, renaissance of the spirit in your life, yeah. was was happening in the study. That's what I saw. Yeah. I saw like we went through, you know, there was 22. We maybe harped on 12 or something, right? Where we like really drilled down. We really drilled down on the ones in First Corinthians. Yeah. Right. Um, for sure. And so it was like the Holy Spirit had just gone through like step by step who he is and what he does mm-hmm. to the entire group at Refuge, right? <laughs> so it was like we all had it right here at this point. And it seemed as if to me, this is my perspective. To me, it was like, okay, we just went through all these things. We know up here what he does, what he, how he acts, what, what he, how he moves. And then it was like the Holy Spirit was like, now that you have a clear understanding and the weirdness is out of the room, I'm going to show up and I'm going to begin to show you these things on a personal level, mm-hmm. right? So I was sitting in on your teaching on teaching, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the gift of teaching. The gift of teaching. In the green room. Yes. Yeah. This one was in Casa Verde. Casa Verde. Remember and I remember feeling awkward because I wasn't playing worship at all that night, helping out at that all. That might have been your first night at Refuge, one of them at least. Yeah, it was one of them for yeah. sure. And um, I had come straight from boxing, cumulative effect, <laughs> and I was trying to be consistent. And then I, I came over here because I was right down the street, go to Casa Verde, the teaching's on teaching. I was so stirred up that night by the Holy Spirit. Um, 
And I felt like for me personally, this is what happened. This is what does the Holy Spirit do? This is what he did in me that night. I'm listening to this, this teaching on teaching and Zach was in front of me, only like two rows or something. And I wanted to just like throw things at him <laughs> to make sure what I was hearing is what he was hearing. Because I was like, the sermon was rocking my world to the point where I was like, um, I'm not okay. Like I, I couldn't sit still. I felt like every word that was coming out of it's weird because you're sitting right here, but it's like every word that was coming out of your mouth, I was like, it was hitting for me. It was like, you sunk my battleship that day, dog. <laughs> Everything hit, dude. <laughs> every single thing B12. hit. B12 hit. B11 hit. Like this guy knows exactly where he's going. He can see my board. <laughs> and I but it was the Holy Spirit just like stirring and stirring and stirring. And what he revealed to me that night was that I had gone through this process of like, I, I like to call it a reconstruction, not a deconstruction, yeah. but there was a point in my life where my faith was truly tested by fire. And it was like, everything that I thought I knew is now on the table. And the only things that are going to remain are what are true. Mm. And so I, I had been going through that over the past five years personally. And was fully willing to let the Lord back in and do what he wanted to do in certain areas of my life. I remember uh, getting a call to go back into service in worship. And I was like, the guy called me and was like, hey, do we need someone? Our guy's going on sabbatical for seven weeks. And I was like, oh, man, that's so cute. Thank you for thinking of me, dude. I don't do that anymore. Bye. Click. And the Lord finally, you know, for a long time, I didn't feel the green light, but the Lord was like, hey, man, it's time. And so there was this battle that I had to come to with willingness to surrender to his leading in worship ministry, right? So I was like, ah, oh. I was like, Lord, I don't, I don't want to do that anymore. Like, it, it feels inauthentic. Like, I don't know if I could give myself to it. I don't. And the Lord, through the Holy Spirit, was like, you know, remember when you busted your knee in football and i was like yes there's this like internal dialogue with the lord i'm like yes i used to go on these long walks and just pray <laughs> the lord was like remember when there was a season where your knee was just the size of a beehive and you just had to lay there and i was like yeah i do he was like yeah and then remember you went to that physical therapist and you hobbled in on crutches and he put you on that exercise bike and you had to just barely start to pedal and I was like, yeah, yeah, it sucked. It hurt. But yeah. And he's like, but remember then he had you doing those stretches and you had to this. And there came that time where you had to like put your full weight on it again. And I was like, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I remember all these things. And he was like, I need to put some weight on the gifts again. And I was like, shoot. He was like, you've been in that season of just laying down and elevating the leg, the gifts yeah. in my heart. But he was like, I'm going to put some I'm gonna put some weight on them. Wow. So I felt the clearance to start leading worship again. And those seven weeks that I filled in for that guy were unbelievable, dude. Like the way the Lord, he was so gracious with me, dude. And like, I was so in my own head about like, how do you, how do I serve authentically? But like, there's like this bit of jadedness in my heart, this little hard spot, this callous. And I'm like, oh, I don't want that to be there anymore. He was gracious to be like, let me take that. I can, I'm gonna soften that up, you wow. know? So I say all that just to say this. I'm sitting in that sermon, having operated in the gift of teaching in the past, um, when I did go through that season of my life, 
teaching was one of the things that were tied to some of the most pain I ever went through. Mm. I was in an active teaching role in multiple areas in the church where <laughs> even to teach brought back these memories that were kind of haunting for me. So that night as you were teaching on teaching, the Holy Spirit was in me like, I want to do this again. Wow. And you need to let me. Wow. But that's the gentleman that the Holy Spirit is, right? It's like, even if you're afraid, he's not going to be like, too bad. <laughs> Fifth gear pinned. We're going right now. He's a gentleman. And he was like, I want to do these. I desire to do these things. We will glorify Christ in this if you're just going to be willing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I didn't realize there was this much hurt in this part of the gifts for me. Like, this is hard. But through like the sermon and the Holy Spirit that night, the hardness and the hurt began to disappear and began to be replaced by fire and like passion. And like, oh my gosh, dude, I I do have like passion for that. And I, I would love to operate in those again. And I got to a place, so you finish the sermon, Zach comes up and I'm so stirred that I'm like, dude, I I hope this guy plays like the blessing right now because I'm about to put it on everybody. Their children and their children are getting (laughs) blessings. Everybody's getting blessings. I was so ready to go in. And Zach sang a song I've never even heard in my life. (laughs) And my sinful heart was like, dang it. (laughs) Zach, buddy, I I thought you heard from him. (laughs) <laughs> you missed it bud fastball right down the middle you missed it and that's where my heart was but i mean obviously i'm joking around but i was like shoot i just wanted to go in and i'm trying to sing along i don't know a single word and that night there's no projector right like, i don't think there words. was words and yeah. i'm like i can't even and i'm like man so i'm standing there and i'm so stirred up but i don't know where to put it <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> and the holy spirit goes open your hands And so I opened my hands, palm facing up. And he was like, if you're willing, I want to do this work in you. And I said, from where I was, because of the sermon that stirred me and the encouragement, I said, Lord, if you want to fill me in that way, do it twice. Mm. That's what I said. Because I was just so down (laughs) that I was like, if you're going to fill me, fill me and then fill me again was yeah. where my heart was because I was so stoked from the word of God. Yeah. Sat there with my palms up. I know there's fans in that room and I had felt the fans that night, but for whatever reason, bro, as soon as I said, if you're going to do it, Lord, do it twice. A, a wind hit my palms directly. Like as if someone was going on both of my palms. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is this is that place. Like we all have had those experiences with the Holy Spirit where you're like, okay, I know for a fact this is him and not something cuckoo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you feel that that sharp discernment in that moment. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I closed my eyes because something about that song was, was like willingness. And it unlocked me being like, I'm willing. This, this breath, whatever you want to call it, like this wind, it goes from my palms to my elbows to my shoulders to my feet to the tip of my head and and subsides and i was like oh my gosh i feel <laughs> i feel sensory like i just was filled by the holy spirit and it happened again Come a on. second time my hands 
And I'm like, oh man, he's like literally gonna do it twice. Same exact thing, elbows to my shoulders, to my feet, to my head. And then like this piece comes. And I was like, I know exactly what I gotta do. (laughs) (laughs) I know exactly what needs to happen. Worship finished, I made a beeline to Zach and I was like, dude, I don't want to forget this. <laughs> and I remember I told you, I don't know if you remember, I was like, I do. I need to just build a monument with you right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> so Christianese, dude. But I was like, I just need to build a monument with you of remembrance because this is what just happened. I told him that story. Yeah. And I was like, the Holy Spirit has stirred me in this way. And to be straight up honest, I have not had an opportunity to teach since then. This is months ago. This is probably closing in on a year ago or something right six months eight I months no clue. i don't either i have yeah, no concept yeah. of time it makes it make any sense anymore. um but it was months ago at the very least and uh i have not had the opportunity to teach yet but i know that when that opportunity comes that the holy spirit has already been preparing me in certain ways for it and it, there was a catalyst that night yeah and that was my that was my like uh experiential story of the holy spirit in recent times in the context of refuge yeah and i know we all have one that comes (laughs) and they all come out of that season of teaching on the holy spirit and the gifts right yeah so mine was first (laughs) shoot i was that night was funny because i was like I was just trying to get through it. For yeah, me, it was yeah. a night off. Like the worship right. night, I'm like, I have to teach on a gift of the Holy Spirit. I'm so stoked. And I think I was flipping burgers for the college group because we had food before. So I just was not expecting it at all. I'm just like, hey, it's a worship night. I'm going to lift my hands. I'm going to sing. And it's just going to be a nice a nice night like we've had before. Yeah. And it's always good. It's always glorifying to God. And But I think in my head, I was just like, I'm not, I'm not on, you know, so I can just kind of relax and my kids were there and mm-hmm. I ate like two cheeseburgers and just had a, had a blast. And, and uh, yeah, I, I was so stir crazy too. Like I couldn't sit still. I kept During moving worship. around the room and, and it was like super just uncomfortable the whole time. Like, being wrapped up in like i just need to do something like what do mm. i do like i'm normally doing something so i kind of a martha martha thing mm-hmm. where i'm like i should be working or serving or whatever and so i just kind of found a spot up front and just started like worshiping and then someone's rosary beads broke <laughs> like these beads just like went everywhere on the floor and but like no one cared it's just like i didn't even know no i didn't even know there's just beads everywhere i don't know why they had you know rosary beads but there they are all over the floor and and we're just singing and i remember like i'm sitting everyone's standing but i was just like i'm just gonna sit dude i'm like i'm beat and like <laughs> God, just like, uh, I can't even, I, I can't stand up. I'm just tired. Yeah. And so I'm really not expecting anything to happen. And and like this, like wind, I don't know if it's wind. It's probably someone opened a door or something. I don't know. And that's the logic. There you go. There's the logic. That's the logic in my head. Like someone opened a door. I was looking up at the fans. Like, yeah. are these fans unidirectional? Yeah. I'm like, is something oscillating? And it's like, <laughs> like this, like, pushed me down to where like my head just bowed and i remember i don't speak in tongues i've never have uh like in all of my 35 years of walking with the lord not i haven't walked with the lord 35 years but let's say since i was filled with the holy spirit 
I've never spoken tongues. Mm. And I remember just singing and, and worshiping and um, someone behind me like started laughing and it, it was like enjoy like oh man like god's so good and it was nothing weird but it wasn't like holy laughter or barking or anything like that but someone was just enjoyful like and i remember all of a sudden just st stuff started coming out of my mouth and i'm like oh no like is he laughing at me like is he laughing at me speaking in i think i'm speaking in tongues like and it just this like it is just happening and then um, I didn't know what I said, but I do know that like I felt God's presence like come like you're saying like this some not like a force, but I don't know how to describe. It. I don't know how to describe it. That's the and that's the part of it that's like it doesn't make sense in my brain of like what's happening. But I remember like I was just bowing in like yes. like God, I don't even know. not to glorify myself or anything but um and then i was like lord that was dumb like i don't know what i just said like i was probably just making it up and then you jumped on the microphone because you didn't have a microphone no i was just no. playing guitar yeah so he yeah. jumps on a microphone my mic on your mic I'm playing worship during while this is happening. I don't know if this is happening to <laughs> Andrew. Like no one knows this is happening. Dude. This is like a no one knows. Heavy, no, no idea. We didn't hear the beads drop. No, we didn't hear the laughter. None of that. This was just a heavy night or a heavy For moment sure. of the night where it's dark. Like I said, <laughs> the everyone's focused on one For thing. That's sure. the glory of God. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember we're sitting in this musical interlude mm -hmm. of just we're just. Selah resting in his Four. presence just like there's not like what do you do and i remember sitting there and then like something told me like you need to look at bren right now oh man yeah. that weirded me out <laughs> yeah so i'm sitting it's like the movie vantage point dude i'm <laughs> sitting there leading i'm just playing electric guitar yeah and Ryan's i'm just deep in the moment like you were talking about and boom first corinthians comes in my mind oh no colossians one comes in my mm -hmm. mind yeah. colossians one it's colossians one and I was like, he's the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of creation. He's, And I was like, oh, man, that is thick in my heart right now. Oof. And the Lord was like, yeah, go say that on the microphone. And I was like, huh. Just like you're talking about. I was like, that was stupid. Like, I, <laughs> That's why weird. am I telling myself to go say that on the microphone? Dude, you're such an egomaniac, dude. Yeah. You don't have to be on a microphone we're you, tonight. We're you take the mic from Zach. You're an idiot. <laughs> and so I'm playing. And then, like, I feel this, like, warmth. Like, like a fire is next to me and I could feel the warmth of it. And I turned to look and Zach's all, come here, like use my mic. And I was like, how do you know I have something to say? Why are you looking at me? We've been eyes closed or eyes up all night long. Yeah, yeah. And he like backs up and looks over at me. And I was like, oh. I like locked eyes with you. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I took out my, my Bible and I, and I went to Colossians and read that passage just out of like blind faith like it was literally like someone just inserted it into my mind mm -hmm. zach looked at me as like a full red carpet moment like this is happening 
And so I just, in obedience and faith, walked over and read this passage that was burning in me. And then we go back to Pastor Andrew. And yeah, and that's what and the Lord said, like, that's what you said. Wow. That was the interpretation. That was the interpretation. Of what you spoke. Yeah, of the of that tongue. So And what did you feel after that? Or I couldn't move. Oh, that's the best part. And for clarity, um, <laughs> for clarity in the context of like, what did Andrew's tongues look like? It wasn't one of these things where like the whole night stopped and these tongues were heard by everybody. It was more you of know, a private moment. Yeah, it was just nobody yeah. really heard yeah. you. Yeah, no band, one band was playing. Right, everyone's singing. Everyone. So it's praising. not like we sat and waited for an interpretation. Yeah. this is something that the Lord was doing in Andrew privately and personally. Personally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was unique because this is it's never happened, and so yeah, the Lord was like, I. Stuff came out of my mouth, and I'm like, that was stupid. I don't even know what I said. Like, yeah, glory to God. Like, I don't even know what I said. And then you read that that crazy just praise and adoration oh. of who God is through Colossians 1. And the Lord's like, that's the interpretation. That's what you said. And I couldn't get myself to stand up. Like, <laughs> just sat there for like two hours for a long time yeah two hours like the room was cleaned up yeah we so we ended that night you know i mean how do you end a worship night oh jeez yeah Yeah, but that we ended that night and just it was rad me i'm looking at brand you know because because obviously that moment that we shared at the very end where he read that and i was like dude did you know we're like no we're like we're tripping out just look at me (laughs) we're tripping out of that and then to our we had no idea yeah (laughs) it's like we just thought what an awesome moment <laughs> that the Lord wanted to glorify himself through that scripture yeah. and the way we were in sync. Wow, yeah, dude, yeah. the Holy Spirit's real and yeah. he's moving and he's active. Meanwhile, Andrew's sitting in complete <laughs> silence. silence. Every chair has been packed except yeah. his. <laughs> yeah. All like, the gears just, put away. Yeah. People are like drinking coffee in the yeah. foyer. People are getting ready <laughs> to let still out. sitting in the same spot. Yeah. <laughs> I Andrew's get sitting there. Yeah, we went over and, and we let him be for a long time. Yeah, we let him be for a long time, and then we went over and we're like, like "What's we're happening?" Like, yeah. And Andrew shared with us and <laughs> that story. Yeah, and then we all sat there. We all tri- then we all sit sat down and tripped out like, "Whoa!" Yeah, I think we all started crying. Yeah, we, we did. Yeah, are we grown men. Even, yeah, even our sound, yeah, even our did. sound guy. Our sound guy cried. Yes, yeah. he did. Afterwards. As he's like walking by, putting stuff away. Wrapping like, cables, yeah. Yes. He's like, God did something. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> like, yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Stupid dude. Yeah. It's, <laughs> that was like, I even, I went home and finally I could stand up. Like I got up and not like, and this is one of those things where God blesses because he blesses. 100%. Yeah. It's not because we were expecting it. Not because we figured out the code or the yeah, method or like, this is it. the method for Just the Holy Spirit to fall. Yeah, this is how you. But we weren't expecting any of it. And I think that's the part that got me the most was like, um, just like, I'm an idiot and I'm a jerk. And I was mm. sitting here like counting the moments to where it's like over. Mm. Like, okay, we got through the dinner part. We got through this. And I, in my head just as like, as the pastor of it, I'm thinking, okay, now this happens here and just trying to be organized and okay, now we're going to be available for prayer and whatever. And then God just like sh- does that to you when you're not expecting it. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't in the right, my heart wasn't in the right place. My attitude probably wasn't in the right place. And, and just the goodness of God, I think is like, mm. is, is what 
caused temporary paralysis in my life. Straight up. <laughs> it's like that verbiage you read where the spirit falls or he rushes. Yeah. In. Yes. Yeah, and that's what yeah. it felt like. It felt like someone dumped a giant trash can full of water on my back and yeah. I just my whole body went my face went down of like the presence of God is here and I have no business looking up. Right. Mm. You know. Yes. Um, that Job style. Yeah, like yeah, God, I'm undone. Yeah, kind of a thing, and so that's and then I, it, it's just funny because then you you get up and you go home and you're like, what do I do with this? <laughs> you like stop and get gas and you're like, this yeah. is so weird. <laughs> is this okay? Yeah, yeah, dude. I went home and told my wife, I'm like, like Lauren, I I spoke in tongues. And she's like, yeah, that's like a normal thing. <laughs> she's like, I'm, that's so cool. Way to go, Lauren. Yeah, she's like, that's I know so you're cool. listening right now. <laughs> yeah, she, that's awesome. That's so cool. You know, and that's like normal. And I'm like, it is. She's like, yeah. You know, that, that was her experience as a, as a growing up. You know, and she's like, that's so cool. You know, that's what God oh, does. And I love it. Just like I saw it as so miraculous, which it is for sure. But she saw it as like, yeah. It's the manifest. Pre- it's the manifestation of the presence yeah. of God. Like yeah. this is what we believe. Yeah, this, this is what, what we believe. We do, man. Yeah. Right. And I realized at that moment is like, did I really? I don't know. I doubted for so long. Right. And I'm like, man, I've been really missing out. Mm-hmm. Not that like I'm more saved. Right. But just like, man, I've, I've been missing out on on maybe intimacy with God that mm. that wasn't there before. And right. And so it's like, oh, thank you, Lord. Like mm-hmm. you're. You're blessing God, not because, not because I teach expositionally, yeah. or because uh, I serve you. Yeah. Like you just bless because that's who you are, and um, we're super undeserving of it. But thank God that you do. No doubt. No. So come on, that was so beautiful. That was the most recent experience. Yeah, and, and you uh, know, to, to testify of even even like a practical little something to let you know. When the Holy Spirit moves that way, if you want to know if it was him or not, what did you walk away with? Did you walk away thinking, oh, man, dude, Zach is so good looking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or did you walk away? No one, no one but my wife. Walks away with that. <laughs> like you didn't walk away like, wow, the worship team is so great. Or yeah. like, wow, that pizza tonight really was good. You know what I mean? That burger. You walked away like. What a gracious God. And I'm this low thing and he's this high thing. And <laughs> yeah. he's good. And Jesus is real. And yeah. he's active still in his church. You, know, you walk away with this vertical gaze. You know what I mean? It's like that's how you know it's the Holy Spirit. Mm. When you walk away with your mind fixed on Christ, on truth, with that weird, joyful presence you know what i'm saying (laughs) this peace that comes over you where you're like i could sit here all night long yeah it's like because dude the holy spirit was you were just communing with god Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i actually got my tongues back the week after that (laughs) i lost my tongues for years and to be honest with you in like full humility i think i thought my way out of tongues Mm. i had to i received the baptism of the holy spirit six years old Got saved at four. At six years old, I was like, what's baptism in the spirit? And I think I need it. Received tongues, spoken tongues my whole life as a prayer language. Saw it manifest uh, with interpretation in the congregation at times mm-hmm. in the right way. 
got to Bible college and thought my way out of it. Mm. Like got so fixed on like head knowledge that I began to like, the pendulum swung too far toward head knowledge and too too distant from the spirit of God. Mm -hmm. And I kind of closed myself off to that experience for years. Yeah. And I hate to even admit that, but like if we're just being transparent with the people, like it was off. We are now. Like the faucet was closed, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and after that night I was talking about with the teaching, um, I'm driving in my car out to my mom's place. It's a two-hour drive. And the Lord just brought someone to my mind to pray for. And I started praying. And I felt like my words were beginning to fail. Like, yeah. I don't have anything else to say. Mm -hmm. But I know this person needs prayer right now. There's like this urgency in the spirit. And I was like, mm. I don't know what else to boom and went right into tongues. And mm. it was like this powerful rush of tongues. And it felt like I had finished and it was like a prepared speech that said everything I needed to say. That's what it felt like. Mm -hmm. Like that was said as clearly as possible. And I didn't even know what was said. It was this prayer language like Paul speaks of. And I stopped and continued to drive and was like, oh my gosh, I spoke in tongues. <laughs> it's, been years. it's back. <laughs> it's back. And it's been back since. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that was, that was interesting. Like not that tongue, not that tongues is the, is by any means like the, the, the thing. No. The sign of yeah. the baptism. Yeah. Not so, at all. No, it's not. No, no, we we just referenced that. that because I mean, yeah, that's I mean, because that, I mean, not only that's what happened, but it's, uh, and we'll be, I'll be, we'll be honest. It's one of the stranger gifts for sure. I mean, because I mean, and you know, even when I had to teach on that, you know, the yeah. one thing about that gift is it supersedes mind logic. Yeah, it does. It, it supersedes and a lot of times understanding. Yeah, understand. And I and I, you know, Wayne Grudem talks about it. In that sense, he says, I think the reason why God gives us that gift is because it keeps us humble mm -hmm. and it reminds us, yeah, and it reminds oh. us that his understanding is above ours. For yeah. sure. And um, yeah, it it's, it's, I mean, not to just harp on one gift, no, but um, definitely that's the, yeah. you know, that night was a really powerful night and we all experienced the, the baptism, the fresh filling of the Holy Spirit and, and the presence of God in, in that place and in our own lives and and even in those those moments like those are those are glimpses right those are just a, it's a glimpse of what will forever be mm -hmm. and i think that's and, and and it's like a drop of what oh yeah it's overwhelming to us it's overwhelming to our senses and it's overwhelming to to us of just like a little a taste of the spirit yeah which is great and but what paul says what we will know in full mm. one day what heaven will be and just that exuberance that we had of like wow that was great and like oh yeah and we're still chasing it like man do it yeah, again god do it yeah again. yeah for sure i think we have been Good. since that you know? you know and that's that's a reminder like what we talked about before it's you have those moments that are just wow mm -hmm. god is here tangibly you feel him you sense for him sure. he moves through you in a way that you have no business moving and you're like you experience right. the lord mm -hmm. and then has the spirit of God left us since then? I have not had a, a night like that, uh, at least like an, a, as powerful as connecting as that night was. Um, oh, yeah, no, that know, was like, definitely I mean, one of those mountaintops. Yeah, but does that mean that God has left us or his no spirit has left us? No, God in the valley, dude. Yeah. But I think it beckons to us that we're called for, we live, 
our country is a different country. Mm, like for sure, we're a nation within a nation. So yeah. those moments of like, those are that's what it's like to be home. Yes, in our real home, and then all of a sudden we're reminded that we're we're still we're not home. Mm-hmm. Like it's like this um, gracious reminder of like here's what your your home that that feeling of home yes that feeling of like being in your home country is going to be that little peeling back of the veil for a moment and you're like oh you know and it's just a taste it's something i I will say too speaking of the experience um and i'm open for correction or elaboration fully here it comes um (laughs) i felt coming out of that series and coming out of those experiences I felt like what I understood way more clearly was that I'm not like a ninja turtle and I'm Leonardo <laughs> and I use the swords and the swords are my gift. All right, right? Right, right. Like I got two swords and that's all I use. <laughs> like I have the gift of discernment. And so if anybody needs discernment, you come to me because yeah, that's the yeah. gift I possess and right. I have it in my toolbox. I could take it out whenever I want. Coming out of that experience, I felt way more like the Holy Spirit was saying, no, 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 you are a temple of mine and I will will and work in you and through you to accomplish the will of God. If that means tonight you speak in tongues and you never speak in tongues again, that gift is not yours, but mine. Wow. And I can endow as I please for what I will. Right. So I left way more like I don't have a toolbox full of gifts necessarily. There are gifts that I operate in more consistently based on the need but it's way more like as there is need, the Holy Spirit comes through with what is needed. Mm-hmm. I walked away from that with that understanding. Mm-hmm. Did you guys feel that as well? <laughs> yeah, totally. Because that my whole life, I was like, okay, she has the gift of interpretation and she has the gift of tongues. Oh, and that guy dude, super rad. This guy has the gift of healing. It's crazy. <laughs> like if you need healing, go to that guy. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know. Sure, some people are more comfortable in like the operating of those gifts maybe or like have seen the Lord move in them multiple times in that way. And it's kind of different with the pastor thing because it's like you almost stay in that gifting, right, throughout the week. And mm-hmm. But I left like, oh, the Holy Spirit does what he wants to do when he wants to do it through whom he chooses to do it. <laughs> and I'm just going to be there, yeah. right? Like I'm just going to be open to show it. up. Yeah. I think maybe to kind of cap this conversation, like we said before, we could talk about the Holy Spirit and, you know, the presence of the Spirit and what He does, what we need. We, this, and we did teach lengthy sermons throughout all of this. A little this. too long. Yeah, maybe. a little too so, too long. My fault. Um, <laughs> no, those, yeah. Dude, have you seen mine? They're like 50. <laughs> well, you don't get, like, I don't give you that many times to teach. So when you get an opportunity, you're like, all right. Yeah, but I think just to kind of cap it, I really, I'm always encouraged by what J- Jesus says in John 3, 8, where he says, the wind blows where it pleases, Come on, and you hear its sound, but you don't know where it comes from or where it's going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. And it's this probably the thing that has, that I have learned the most, 
this year is the mystery of the Spirit of God. Come on. And that you can't you can't control the wind. You can just set your sail up and hope hope to catch it when it blows. Amen. You know? And sometimes it's a strong gust, sometimes it's a gentle breeze. It's just every day it's like you gotta put your sail up. Mm. Gotta put your sail up, you know. So Dude, who are you right now, dog? <laughs> Why? Did I miss something? That was incredible. No, it's. I felt like I tried to say that for like 15 minutes straight. Like, I don't know, like the spirit, he just like comes on you and like you don't really own it, but like he does. But then you just came in and like, actually, Brendan, what you're trying to say <laughs> no, will be eloquently all. surmised. Not at, all. Not, at all. not at all. That was beautiful, man. Not at all. Yeah, rewind and listen to that part. <laughs> In the spirit of Fred Rogers, dude, that was <laughs> wow. Well, That's should awesome. we finish it? I think we should finish it. Yeah, finish this, it? this needs to end. This needs to end. Oh yeah, no, this, this needs fine. to end. All right. Well, thanks for hanging with us today for lightning rounds. If you enjoyed this episode, I hope you did. <laughs> I really hope you did. Or maybe you think someone near you will. Maybe your neighbor might enjoy it. Share it with a friend. Share it with someone you know. Feel free to give. Um, this podcast, send it over their way. Or if you want to, you know, you can rate our podcast review, leave a little fun little comment review. I don't know. It can't hurt anything. I don't know what it does. I don't either. Yeah. Just but, nice to know that someone out there other than my wife is listening, which is my I appreciate her listening. But, yeah. Yeah. And my mother. Does <laughs> <laughs> she really? Shout out to your mom. Anyways. Yeah. But um, like always, uh, if you want to get more involved with Refuge Young Adults and what we get to do every Thursday, uh, Thursday night at 7, fall, the most information you're going to find about us is following us on Instagram <laughs> at refuge <laughs> underscore SJC. You can send in your questions there uh, at the Instagram. Um, send them in that way. Um, but we'd love to have you join us. 7 p.m. Thursdays, Calvary San Juan Capistrano. If you're 18 to 29, please come and join us. We'd love to have you there. But that concludes our um, episode, our 10th episode Come of season on, two. Dude. Woo! 10 episodes in. Let's 10 go. episodes of season two. All right. All right. I feel accomplished. Come on. Man. Wow. We could yeah. just climb the mountain. There's some more that are coming too, so keep yeah. your ears peeled. Yeah. Is that peeled? Is it eyes peeled, ears peeled? Eyes peeled and ears open. Uh, I like it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm going to close it out. Praise God. Later. Later. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>